Hey, it's me, Lizzie, one of the voices on Wild Women in Christ podcast. Join Megan and Jordan and I each episode as we do everyday life with Christ as our center. Hello. Hello. What's up? How's it going? Okay, so today I'm talking about Bathsheba. <laughs> Do you hear that? A little ASMR with our new microphone. <laughs> um, Bathsheba. It's actually more of a story about David, and she's just kind of like a part of part of it. Like it's all David's fault. But um, anyways, <laughs> once upon a time there was this great guy named David. <laughs> And this is, the, this is the story of his downfall, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> so at this moment in time, so I'm in Second Samuel's uh, 11 and 12. And in this moment in time, David, there's a war going on. And David sent in, uh, what's his name? Uriah? Uriah? No, 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 not oh. Uriah. Joab. Joab, mm-hmm. oh. like the leader of the army. Anyways, he sent in Joab out to do all his bidding. When normally the king would be right there fighting and claiming oh, victory. I see where you're going. Yes. And yes. So, so David's not really stepping up into this position of he's just sending off people to fight his battles for him. And then he later on plans to claim all of the, you know, glory, glory for himself, even though he didn't <laughs> do anything for it. So David's at home with idle hands. And um, he's out on his roof, and he sees this beautiful lady, and it happens to be Bathsheba. So he pretty much tells his, like, household staff or whatever, like, hey, go get this chick, because I want her. And he's a king. He thinks he can just have whatever he wants. And back then, Bathsheba, it's not like she could say no. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, king gets what he wants. And David was not, you know, like, doing great as... A man after God's own heart <laughs> at this point in his life. He's making a lot of poor choices. So he goes and he gets Bathsheba. He sleeps with her and he gets her pregnant. Wah, wah. Oopsies. Weird. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and so when he finds out that she's pregnant, he summons for Uriah, who is uh, like a highly honored military person. And this is Bathsheba is his wife, and King David slept with her and got her pregnant. So David had him come back from the war to be like, you know, like sleep with his wife so that he wouldn't know that, you know, David stole her for mm, a night. Yeah. And so um, so he could, you know, feign that it was Uriah's kid that came to be born eventually. Um, but Uriah was like, he slept outside like the city gates. I think I can't remember if it was the yes. city gates. Yeah. yeah, the city gates, because he was like so distraught. I was like, how can I just go back home to my wife and my bed and be comfortable when you know my brothers are out there fighting and dying in the war? And so, um, David is like, oh well, it's okay, you know, like just stay here one more night um, because he wouldn't, you know, he didn't go home and sleep with his wife. So. Um, David gets Uriah drunk in order to like try to convince him to get in bed with his wife. And um, he gets too drunk and then still like sleeps outside because he just feels too guilty. So David plans to assassinate him. He uh, sends him back out to the war and tells Joab to like put him in a pretty much in the line of fire and then leave him to die. 
essentially, is what happens. So that he can kind of just, like, cover up that he got Uriah's, that David got Uriah's wife pregnant. And then David takes Uriah for himself. And so I think it's just kind of like an obvious contrast between Uriah and David is that David is so, like, honor honorable mm-hmm. in his position. And David is being, like, so unhonorable to the point where he kills this guy. <laughs> like, for not sleep, like, because he gets his guy's wife pregnant. And then he's like, all right, well, since he didn't go along with my scheme i'm just gonna kill you like what the heck david (laughs) yeah bro yeah it's like well so what would have happened do you know in that time if it was found out well we're an adulterous stone stoned they're stoned because isn't that what mary what would have happened with mary yeah that's not adultery though well yeah I think it was like they would be stoned. stoned. That's what I think. I'm not 100 sure on that answer, but um, well, and I don't. Who knows what would happen to Bathsheba too? And she's virtually innocent in this situation. But um, then Nathan the prophet comes. Who's Nathan say? I'm trying to remember. Okay. So the Lord sent, I'm reading in Samuel, 2 Samuel 12. So the Lord sent Nathan, the prophet, to tell David this story. There was two men in a certain town. One was rich and one was poor. The rich man owned a great many sheep and cattle. The poor man owned nothing but one little lamb he had bought. He raised that little lamb and it grew up with his children. It, I, Sorry. It ate from the man's own plate and drank from his cup. He cuddled it in his arms like a baby daughter. Um, one day, um, a guest arrived at home, at the home of the rich man, but instead of killing an animal from his own flock or herd, he took the poor man's lamb and killed it and prepared it for its guest. That just broke my heart. Um, David was furious. As surely as the Lord lives, he vowed any man who would do such a thing deserves to die. Much he must repay four lambs to the poor man for the one he stole and for having no pity. Then Nathan said to David, You are that man. The Lord, the God of Israel, says, I anoint you king of Israel and saved you from the power of Saul. I gave you your master's house and his wives in the kingdom, the kingdoms of Israel and Judah. And if that had not been enough, I would have given you much, much more. Why then have you despised the word of the Lord and done this horrible deed? For you have murdered Uriah the Hittite with the sword of the Ammonites and stolen his wife. From this time on, your family will live by the sword because you have despised me by taking Uriah's wife to you, as your own. So yeah, so pretty much David gets cursed right there. Mm-hmm. Or at least his... <laughs> children do doesn't it doesn't get great um from then on but anyways so david uh, confesses his guilt and um you know moves on but then it's just still kind of like he still struggles like there's like so many different instances where david struggles because of this one sin you know even though he was redeemed from it it's just like you can't just like mess up and say you're sorry and pretend like all is well. Like that's not <laughs> how it works. Well, I mean, he even did a 
he felt a sin pretty hard. And so mm-hmm. he's reaping the consequences yeah. of what he sowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't some small Well, and this thing. whole time he should have been out fighting that war. Yeah. If he would have just gone. Right. Mm-hmm. And not been so, like, selfish. He's just, like, serving himself. And that's, like, you know, it got him so down bad. I wonder why he stayed at home that time. Yeah, I don't know. I but, mean, he did before he was king. Like, he was in the wilderness running from Saul. So, I, like, I understand, like, the want to be at home because yeah. he mm-hmm. has been in constant battle before he was crown king mm-hmm. because Saul's trying to take him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then the story kind of ends, like, as far as Bathsheba goes, she, that baby that was, um, you know, happened when your eye was at war. Uh, it was born, but it didn't live very long. And then they had another son, which was Solomon. Mm-hmm. And then, um, kind of through Solomon, David kind of redeemed, like, you know, tries to redeem himself. Mm-hmm. And pretty much God also says, like, I'm going to redeem your mistakes through, or maybe Na- it was Nathan that was like, he's going to be a better king than you ever were. How funny is it? It's not funny. <laughs> but Solomon's downfall was his many wives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think Bathsheba, what do you call her name? Bathsheba? Bathsheba. Bathsheba. I call Bathsheba. her Bathsheba. Do you think she ever considered like trying to say no? See, I feel that's, like she didn't have that, a, even a choice. They don't even like give any hint to how she feels about it. Right? They just say, go get her. Well, and imagine like, uh, yeah, I'm going to take you as my own. And also I killed your husband and now you're my wife. You're so sad. Yeah. But I mean, then again, she was a queen. They, they call her a very wise and good queen. They don't say anything bad about her. So I don't think she, I think she was fairly innocent as far as this goes. But yeah. And I don't know if she was like, I don't know what kind of woman, she, like what her... Where she came from. What kind of woman she was. Was she a Jewish woman? Or? We probably don't know a whole lot about her, do we? Outside of this. The story, right? Yeah. Like I said, her story is mostly David screwing up everything. Interesting. Yeah. Let me go to Kings and see. Yeah, Kings is more of like the later half of kings one first kings one and two is where their story is at but it's more like later on when david is old and it looks like Bathsheba became more influential in the palace um alongside yeah. solomon uh-huh and um so right before David dies, that's when he makes Solomon king because it was his other son was going to try to take it. And for I can't remember why, but if the other son were to take the kingdom instead of Solomon, then Solomon and Bathsheba would become like instant prisoners mm. or something like that. And so that's why David made – that's one of the reasons why David made Solomon um, interesting king huh. instead of like – Added Adonia or whatever his name is. Hmm. <clears throat> That's very interesting. Yep. <laughs> yeah, King David respond, call Bathsheba. So she came back and stood before the king. The king, sorry, this is first Kings 
128.29. And the king repeated his vow, As surely as the Lord lives, who has rescued me from every danger, your son Solomon will be the next king and will sit on my throne to this very day. Uh, just as I vowed to you before the Lord of God, Israel. Then Bathsheba bowed down to her face to the ground before the king and exclaimed, May my Lord King David live forever. Uh, then King David ordered to call Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah son of Jehodiah. When they came into the king's presence, the king said to them, Take Solomon and my officials down to Gideon or guy on spring Solomon is to ride on my own mule there Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet are to anoint him king over Israel bow to the ram's horn and shout long live king Solomon then escort him back here and he will sit on my throne he will succeed me as king I have appointed him to be ruler over Israel and Judah amen uh, Benaiah, son of Jehoiadus, replied, May the Lord, the God of my Lord and the king, decree that it happen, and may the Lord be with Solomon as he has been with you. May my Lord the king, <laughs> and may he make Solomon reign even greater than yours. Sorry. I struggled to read the last two sentences. <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty much like the end of Bathsheba's story. So she's all good. And then she kind of, yeah, she she's kind of like by Solomon's right right hand yeah. for a good portion of yeah. his decisions. But she they describe her as like wise and, you know, not just like a loose woman, loose right. rando. Right, right. Well, that's yes. what David yeah. used her as essentially. Yeah. You know, she's like a real person. And David's like, I like that one. Mine, yeah. Caesar is an object instead of right. Person. Don't be like this, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Do you have anything else? No, that's pretty much it. That's her story. Short and sweet. Yeah, but a lot there. Right. It's it, like I said. It's not so much about her as it's just like what happens. How her story fits into the line of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because uh, not too long after Solomon, Jesus comes. Well, a little while. But, you know, not too many kings later. Solomon was the wisest king. Jack of the Proverbs. Mm-hmm. Was he, though? Well, he, uh, he, he was at folks. first. <laughs> yeah. And then he took a downfall. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens when you let sin in there. Yep. Can't talk too much crap. <laughs> That's what the question mine calls out on Bathsheba is, have you asked um, for his help with today's decisions, meaning him being God? Mm -hmm. So definitely a good reminder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. Tight, tight, tight. Cool, cool, cool. Tight, tight, tight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's all I got. I will pray us out. (laughs) Okay. Dear God, help us to be wise women like Bathsheba and help us to um, avoid corrupt uh, leaders like King David was in this passage. Help us to be cunning and smart and resilient um, no matter what life throws at us. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> you can find us at... Go ahead, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook, Wild Women in Christ. Um, Instagram, at Wild Women in Christ. Um, 
wildwomenincrisis at gmail.com. Um, if you have any questions, concerns, anything you'd like us to talk about or anybody that you'd like us to interview, let us know. Yeah. We're always open to What are we interviewing them topics. on, Jordan? How would they see God working in their life? Perfect. Good job. Yeah. A plus past. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Later.